Well, let's read our scriptures for today. And we're reading from Numbers chapter 13 and verse 1 to 3. Let's go. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. From each of their father's tribes you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent spies from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the Israelites. Amen. Verse 2 again. Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. This year, 2022, is the year of discovery. Discovery. Amen. What does it mean to discover? It means to find out, to gain knowledge of, to uncover, to make known, or to make an observation, to find out, to gain knowledge, to uncover to make known, to make observation. From the passages above, we see the Lord asking Moses to send out 12 men who were leaders to go out and spy the land. The NIV says to explore. The KJV says to search out. They were to find out about and go make discovery of the promised land. As we move forward, let me give you some background so you can understand where we are in the story. The children of Israel have been in bondage for over 400 years in Egypt. And they cry out to God in prayer for deliverance. And God says in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 7, I have indeed seen your affliction and heard your prayers. I have indeed seen your affliction and heard your prayers. Now, last week, Pastor Kevin so wonderfully ministered on the power of the discovering the power of prayer. And today, I want to build upon that what he shared last week. And we will see where we will go with it. So, in response to their prayers, God sends Moses to Egypt to deliver them from their affliction and the hard bondage. Through a mighty demonstration of God's power, they leave Egypt after they have plundered it. They miraculously cross the Red Sea and are now about to receive the answer to their prayers. The fullness of God's promise was before them. The promised land is before them. They are about to move from bondage to freedom, from being slaves to being landowners and homeowners. And I have an amen on that one. They are about to start living in houses they did not build, harvesting from fields they did not plant, just as God had promised them. So before they enter in, the Lord commands Moses to send spies out to the land of Canaan. And these were not ordinary men. These were leaders. 
of the tribes. So 12 men were sent out and they were sent out to make discovery. They were given clear instructions about where to go, what to look for, and what to bring back. And this you can read in that same chapter 13 and verse 17 to 20. So they went out to make discovery, and this took them about 40 days. So they were not just going to make a quick glance at the promised land or to look from afar, but they went to search it out from within. And when they came back, all 12 agreed that the land was a good land. They all saw the same thing. They all experienced the same thing. However, 10 out of the 12 spies gave a negative report. And this hindered the whole community from entering into the promised land. So God had heard their prayers and was answering their prayers, but they were unable to go in and conquer. I say that again. God had heard their prayers and was answering their prayers, but they were unable to go in and conquer. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 19 says, So we see that they were unable to enter into his rest because of their unwillingness to adhere to and trust in and rely on God. And belief had shut them out. They sabotaged the answer to their own prayers because they were unable to believe and go in and conquer. We can sabotage our own prayers due to unbelief and be hindered from entering in and being shut out of our own prayers and our own promised land. And today I want to minister on discoveries to conquer. Discoveries to conquer. From the opening scripture in verse 2 of Numbers chapter 13, we see God said, instructing Moses, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. The instruction they were given was very specific. To spy out the land and see how it was. Nowhere were they asked to determine if they could possess it or not. They were not asked to determine if they could possess it or not. They were told to go and see what it looked like. Their possession of the land was made clear in the instruction that they were given. It was never in doubt. God said, which I am about to give them. In this statement, God committed himself to their success. And this brings us to the first discovery we have to make in order to conquer. And that is, listen carefully to what God says. Listen carefully to what God says. As you seek the Lord in prayer, take time to listen carefully to what he says to you. The instructions to the spies were very specific. 
Send men out to the land of Canaan, which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. In the New Testament, Jesus summarizes this when he said and answered, It is written in the scriptures, a person lives not on bread alone, but by everything God says. We live by what God says. And that is so important. So what is God saying? Are your ears inclined to his voice? God listens to those who take time to pray. And he speaks to those who take time to listen. Their opening statement in their report should have started this way. How many have kids in school and they have compositions or inches and there's an opening statement and then you're supposed to write the rest of the story. So their report should have read this way. The land which the Lord our God is giving us is, and then they give their report. Their being given the land was already confirmed by God. And many times we miss out on what God is saying and what God is doing and what he wants to do for us and the answers to our own prayers because we are not listening to what God is saying. Some time back when we wanted to buy our van, we prayed as a family and God put a specific figure in our hearts concerning what we should offer for that van. And so we went out and we looked, but the price at which it was going for was way higher. But we knew what God had spoken to us. So through a long series of events, we had choices to make. What did God say? And we had to keep reminding ourselves, what did God tell us? So the place we saw the van, of course, they did not want to sell it to us at that price. But it was okay, we knew what God had told us. In the meantime, there were other offers that came, but we knew the vehicle and the amount we were to pay for it. After some time, probably about seven months, of praying and asking God and wondering, God, what, what happened? God told me to go back. And the day I went back, they gave it to us at that price. God is faithful. What did God say? The story of the children of Israel continues. Not only did they miss the first discovery by not listening carefully, they even went ahead and contradicted what God had said to the extent that in the following chapter, chapter 14, in verse 13, the people ask, why has God brought us to this country to kill us? They are now accusing God of tricking them. They are accusing him of bringing him out of Egypt to kill them in the wilderness. Imagine they are now accusing God of lying to them. And this brings us to the second discovery that we must make to conquer. What God says is true, for God cannot lie. 
What God says is true, for God cannot lie. Numbers 23 and verse 19 said, God is not like people. He tells no lies. He's not like humans. He does not change his mind. When he says something, he does it. And when he keeps a promise, he keeps it. When he makes a promise, he keeps it. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 18 says, It is impossible for God to lie. This fact of, about God is immutable, as it says in the King James, which means it can never change. That can never change about him. Despite this fact about God, the people chose to believe the evil report of the ten spies over the report of the Lord. The evil report was not that there were giants in the land. That was true, there were giants. The evil report was the conclusion they made based on what they saw. They concluded that it was impossible to enter the land and conquer it. They compared themselves to the giants rather than comparing their giants to God. They compared themselves with the giants rather than comparing their giants to God. So do not make conclusions and decisions based on what you see in the natural. Always make the word of God your point of reference. Always make the word of God your point of reference. You can know you are, you are believing a lie over God's promise when you begin to murmur and complain. You can know you're believing a lie over God's promises when you begin to murmur and complain. In the book of Psalms 106, verse 24 and 25, it says, talking about the children of Israel, then they despised the pleasant land of Canaan. They did not believe in his word or rely on it, but they sulked and complained in their tents. They did not listen to the voice of the Lord. When we murmur and complain, what we are saying is that God cannot take care of us. And therefore we make him appear as a liar. And this does not please God. So do not short circuit God's process in your life by doubting his word. The fact that there were giants in the land did not negate the fact that God has promised them to enter in. Challenges will come. But in all these challenges, we are more than conquerors. Romans 8.37 says, But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. When we were expecting one of our children, my wife was going through a very difficult pregnancy, which was threatening to be lost. But God gave us the assurance that it is not over until he says it's over. And he never said it was going to be over. So we went to the hospital. There were scans done. And there was a condition that the baby was not lying properly. But we believed. And one, one day at home, my wife received a word that God was going to heal her. And indeed, we went for a meeting and she was healed. 
So we went back to her doctor and we told the doctor, we believe that we are healed. Thank God for a born again doctor. So she said, okay, fine. I want you to go and take another scan. And when we went to, to take that scan, the technician doing the scan wondered why we were there. Because the things that the doctor had said he was to look for were not there. Trust in the Lord. He will not let you down. So we have one scan that shows a problem and another scan showing there's nothing wrong. God is faithful. God does not lie. What he tells you, he will do. Amen. God does not and cannot lie. Of the 12 spies, God did not, 10 did not believe the word of the Lord. Consequently, they spread an evil report. But two, Caleb and Joshua, were of a different spirit. They were ready to go and to step out in faith based on the promise of God. And this brings us to our third discovery. Step out in faith based on God's word. Numbers 13 and verse 30, and verse 30 says, Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. He silenced the people. There are times in our lives when we, must, we just need to silence the people. Silence the many voices around us. And just focus on what God is saying. As we take time to pray and fast this week, silence the many voices around you. Silence them and listen to the voice of the Lord as you pray. Be of a different spirit like Caleb and Joshua and inherit God's promises. Step out in faith based on what the Lord is saying to you and to me. God judged the whole nation because they chose to believe a lie rather than believe the truth of his word. Now the ten spies died immediately, but the rest of the adult population, 20 years and older, died in the wilderness over the next 40 years. Of those 20 years and above, only Joshua and Caleb entered the promised land. God rewarded their faith and trust in him. After Joshua took over from Moses and eventually led the children into the promised land, and after they had entered the promised land 45 years after they had initially seen it as spies, Caleb came to Joshua and reminded him of the promise that he had been given way back then. And this is in Joshua chapter 14 and verse 10. It says, as you see, the Lord has kept me alive these 45 years, as he promised. Since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel was journeying in the wilderness, here I am today, 85 years old. The promise of God stood the test of time. The promises of God do not go bad. They do not have an expiry date. His word is forever settled in heaven.
It doesn't matter how long it takes, God will come through for you. Not too long ago, once again, my wife and I were wanting to undertake a certain project that required a bit of resources. And so we put together what we, we could and we prayed and we knew this is what the Lord wants us to do. But there was a, a shortfall, not because we hadn't planned properly, but there was some resources that were owed to us that had not come in. So on the particular day when now we had to make a decision, do we go ahead or do we not? Each of us was praying and asking God, what do we do? Because we needed to make a decision. And God spoke to each of us very clearly. To my wife, he told her, he asked her a question. Have I ever let you down? And of course the answer is no. And to me, he told me, just trust me. So we decided then, since God is saying we go ahead, let's go ahead. And God was so faithful. In the middle of the project, just when we needed the resources, they came in. If we had decided to go by what we were seeing, we would have canceled it. But God told us to trust him. You can trust God. Psalms 25 and verse 3 says, Whoever trusts in the Lord will never be put to shame. Whoever trusts in the Lord will never be put to shame. And here I'm not talking about being presumptuous. I'm talking about stepping out in faith based on hearing the Lord speak to you. There is a difference between being presumptuous and stepping out in faith. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. What, it, what does it mean to be presumptuous? It means to assume. It means to overstep or to go beyond what is permitted. A failure to observe the limits. Our faith is bounded by the word of the Lord. Our faith is bounded by the word of God. Faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is based on what God is speaking to you. So have you prayed? Have you sought God? Does what you believe align with the word of God? Does it, be, does it align with the scriptures? So you don't just think of your own things and say, God has told me to do this. It's what does the word of God say? And if you are in doubt, your pastors are here. We are available, available to walk with you and to help you. So don't go out on a limb and just do your own crazy things. That is being presumptuous. Hear from God and do what God is telling you to do. 
He will not let you down. So in conclusion, as we take time in these coming days to focus on prayer and fasting for our great nation and all that is before us, may the Lord's ears be open to our cries. God will hear us. And may we also take time to listen to his voice and understand his instructions. And may we make great discoveries as we go forth and conquer. May we go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit and conquer, doing exploits for him. As we listen carefully to what he is saying, as we make ourselves still and quiet in our hearts before him, let us listen carefully to what he says. And let us be confident in what God speaks to us, speaks to us because God cannot lie. God's word is always true. It doesn't matter what the natural circumstances may, may look like, what the facts may look like. God's word is always true. God cannot lie. And he will never lie to you. And then we need to step out in faith. Step out in faith based on what God is speaking to us. Just lift up your hands and begin to respond to the word of God. What has God been speaking to you? Has God been speaking to you? Are you so busy that you have no time to listen? Is your prayer time just you speaking and never listening? It's time to listen. It's time to listen. Let your ears be opened to hear what God is saying. If need be, have a pen and a paper somewhere where you can write what God is speaking to you so you don't forget it. So that you can remember exactly what God spoke to you. Because God is very specific in his word to us. And whatever God speaks to you, know that he cannot lie. His word is true. And then step out in faith. Knowing that those who put their trust in the Lord shall never be put to shame. God will always honor his word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Open our ears. Help us to hear ever so clearly your voice. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that the many voices that are competing for our attention, Lord, will be silenced. Even in this week, as we take time to pray and to fast, oh God, that, Lord, we are hearing your voice. Lord, your Jesus, you say that though your sheep know your voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. Lord, I pray that you forgive us for murmuring, 
Forgive us for complaining, O God. Lord, help us, my God, to focus upon you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you do not lie to us. You do not tell us things just to make us happy. Lord, you tell us what is true and what you say you will do. Lord, we thank you that you're a miracle-working God, that despite the obstacles that we may face, that your desire is for us to be overwhelmingly conquerors, O God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for the grace to step out in faith. In the name of the Lord, that we are not being hindered by the obstacles. Let faith arise in our hearts based upon your word. And Lord, help us to step out in faith. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that as we put our trust in you, you will not put us to shame. Lord, you will come through for us. Lord, I thank you that each of us, oh God, it is your desire for us to be overwhelmingly conquerors in Christ. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, let us give the Lord a thanksgiving offering for his goodness and his faithfulness in our lives. As I was preparing, the Lord put this word in my heart. It's for somebody here. You have a specific word from the Lord, but you have neglected it. There's something specific God has spoken to you, but you have neglected it. You are not connecting your faith to it. Don't let unbelief shut you out from your answer. Don't let unbelief shut you out from your answer. You prayed and God spoke to you and gave you a specific word. Act on it. God will not let you down. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for a wonderful day. Lord, as we go out, Lord, give us a wonderful week. Lord, help us to conquer all that we face. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So go out and have a victorious week. God bless you.